As an online business owner, there's not much worse than pouring your heart and soul into creating an incredible new offer, putting it out into the world with the most beautiful sales page you've ever created, and instead of the avalanche of inquiries or sales you prepared for, you get crickets. It is hugely disappointing, it undermines your confidence as a service provider, and frankly, it can be super embarrassing. So today on the podcast, I'm going to dig into why this happens, what you can do to prevent it, and share a little advice for continuing to push through if and when this happens to you. I'm Melissa Rogers, recovering supermom, corporate dropout, and CEO of a successful online business that I built from scratch with a baby on my hip. Through lots of trial and more error than I'd like to admit, I built a thriving company that impacts thousands of busy, high-achieving moms around the world and gives me and my family a life and future that we had only dreamed of before. I created the Self-Made Mamas podcast to bring you step-by-step strategies and inspirational stories that will help you design a business that gives you the life you really want and the future you've been dreaming of. If you are an ambitious business mom or one in the making, you're in the right place. So let's get to work. If you are running or launching a client-based business and you want to sell out your services and create profitable digital products, then listen up. The doors to my flagship program, aka my third baby, the Self-Made Mama Society, are opening soon, and I want you to get on the VIP waitlist so you don't miss out. The Society is the only program of its kind on the market. It's designed specifically to be accessible, hands-on, and results-oriented. I know there is no one-size-fits-all magic pill in online business, and that is why the Society is a combination of cutting-edge curriculum, weekly group coaching, hands-on Facebook group support, and one-on-one sessions with me. If you want the best community, the most transparent and genuine support, and direct access to real expertise and action-focused coaching, head to theselfmademama.com forward slash society or click on the link in the show notes to get yourself on the list and get access to an exclusive VIP bonus when the doors open. See you there. Okay, let's cut right to the chase. If you have an offer, whether it's a service or an information product of some description, and you think it's incredible, but the sales are just not rolling in like you wanted, or at all, then this episode is for you. I want to start by looking at why this happens, because I think it's almost impossible to address an issue if you don't understand it. And I feel like when I first started creating and selling offers, I knew enough to think, okay, something's wrong here but I didn't know enough to be able to effectively troubleshoot when things weren't going the way I wanted. And I've talked about this before, I think back in episode seven, but when I was newer to this work, I would experience this issue of something I had created, not really selling how I wanted. And so I would scrap it and start over with something else. And that meant that I was always relying on the excitement of launching something new to drive sales instead of sticking with the thing I really wanted to sell and refining it over and over until it was where it needed to be, both in terms of the offer itself and in terms of its marketing. And the reason I would scrap it is because I didn't have this deep understanding of offers and this deep understanding of selling that I do now. And so, as I said, I could not effectively troubleshoot and make adjustments. Last episode, I told you that your success comes down to your ability to consistently learn and apply new information about your target market, understand your own data and results, and adapt your actions accordingly. And what we're talking about today is one of the most important examples of this in action, because what we're doing here is learning how to look at something that isn't working and deduce why that is so that we can make calculated adjustments. So, 
there are kind of two overarching reasons why an offer doesn't sell. And they are that the offer itself is wrong. So wrong for the audience, wrong price point, that kind of thing. Or that the presentation of the offer, the marketing of it is wrong. And in my experience, 90% of the time, it's the presentation. Most people that I work with do not come up with crappy offers. They're not out here trying to sell a PDF they ripped off of Pinterest for like $1,000 or something like that. They're creating genuinely thoughtful offers that are designed to actually help their customer or client. But you can have the most incredible offer in the world. And if you don't have the presentation and marketing nailed down, no one is going to buy it. For the purposes of this episode, we are going to focus on the marketing of your offer as opposed to the actual contents and mechanics of your offer, because I know that's going to be the actual problem for most of you listening. Inside the society, I actually have a step-by-step process for creating an amazing information product, and I walk you through everything you need to figure out and everything you need to implement in order to create something that really impacts people's lives and gives them the result that you're promising. And that's obviously the first step because great marketing cannot fix a bad offer, but that's a really in-depth topic that I just can't teach in a 20-minute podcast, so we're going to stick with the marketing end of things. So let's assume that you have an offer that you have created with good intentions that you know can help the people that you want to help, but they are just not buying it. Now we need to look at the way you're presenting your offer and see why it's not attracting people or compelling them to buy. First, it's important to look at the data you have available to you about your offer, even if you don't have very much at this point. Data doesn't lie. It doesn't care about feelings. It's not attached to your ego. It just is what it is. So whenever we can gather data in our business, we have a really powerful tool that we can use to make improvements and ultimately make more profits. But we have to be willing to track it and review it, even when it tells us things we don't want to hear. For example, let's say you were talking about your offer on Instagram. You're making posts about it and you're driving people to a sales page on your website or wherever. And you're getting clicks You can see on your site analytics that people are coming to your page, but you're not getting any sales. This tells us right away that people are interested in the general promise you're making, that whatever you said on Instagram is enough to at least get them to click, but the sales page is either not giving them a reason to buy, or it doesn't align with whatever you're saying to get them to click. So maybe they're clicking through and going, oh, that's not what I thought it was, and they're leaving. That's data, and that's really valuable information for your business. The same goes for ads. If your ads aren't getting clicks, then the copy and creative on your ads is not resonating with your audience. Or in other words, they don't care about what you're presenting to them. On the other hand, if your ads are driving lots of clicks, but you're not making any sales, then we know that either the sales page is ineffective or confusing, or that we're driving the wrong people there with the ad. If you're selling a service and you're not getting any inquiries, then again, you need to look at your data. How often are you pitching? How many people are seeing your offer? If you're not getting inquiries, but you've only talked about how to work with you once in the last month, then the data is telling you that you actually don't have enough data. You need to pitch your offer as often as possible for at least a few weeks. And then if you don't have any inquiries, it's time to change the way your offer is presented because that means it's not what people want, at least not the way you're laying it out right now. If you are getting inquiries, but you're not closing sales, that's data too. Chances are, if this is the case, then you're presenting the offer wrong and your leads are not seeing the value in it. And that is such a tough pill to swallow as a business owner, but that is the truth. It doesn't mean what you're doing is not valuable 
or that you are not valuable. And this is really important to distinguish, but it does mean that you are not successfully conveying the value to your potential customer. So how do we fix that? When it comes to selling your offers, almost every issue comes down to one thing, clarity. When I tell you that confusion kills conversions, I am not joking. This is a big deal and it is the cornerstone of all your marketing, all your sales, everything. I want to take a second right now to read you a message I received from my client, Louisette. Louisette is a mindset coach, specifically for moms whose children have received or are in the process of receiving an ASD diagnosis. She is a faith-based coach, so she is specifically looking to work with moms who have a strong faith and are struggling to navigate their own mindset when it comes to their child's diagnosis. Her work is really powerful, and she is so smart and so strong. I just really love her mission as an entrepreneur and her whole approach to life. She wrote me a little while ago, and this is what she said. About a month ago, you told me straight up that my account wasn't clear on whom I wanted to serve. To be honest, I thought my message was clear, lol. Then I put my ego aside and I started going through all my stuff, my posts, my reels, my content, and I realized that you were right. So still confused, I went back five years ago and started creating content based on my experience as a mom, how it all started, my fears, my struggles, but also my wins. Yesterday, I posted a reel that got me 35 new followers in a day. I used to have one a day and sometimes zero. For me, it wasn't even just the numbers. It was the fact that more than seven moms told me that they connected with my story. Like what? I was like, oh my God, where have they been? So Melissa, thank you for being honest from the get-go. You are awesome and I mean it from the bottom of my heart. Your no BS coaching is the real deal. Okay, first of all, how sweet is Lisette? These messages literally make me grin like an idiot. Like I almost couldn't talk. I was smiling so big because I love to see my clients implementing our work together and seeing real results. It is just the most rewarding and exciting thing. And I know that most of you listening to this are service providers and you can totally relate to that. Second of all, who here can relate to Louisette a little bit? Like, have you ever realized that your followers just don't give a crap about what you're selling? Or have you ever found yourself creating content just for the sake of it and feeling burnt out by never getting any traction or results? That comes down to a lack of clarity. And if you are not crystal clear about exactly what you're selling and why your ideal customer should buy it, you can't expect them to have any idea what you're selling and why they should buy it. This is very, very common, and it's a problem that can run all the way from the very surface level top of funnel touch points in your business, all the way down deep into your actual offers. Often we think we are clear on what we sell and why someone should care, but we are really not used to communicating with this level of clarity and specificity in our regular lives. And so it's a bit of a shift then to think like a marketer when it comes to communicating about your business. And really, that's your job as a solopreneur is to think like a marketer because you are one now, just as much as you are a designer or a writer or a nutritionist or whatever it is that you are. So here are seven questions to ask about your offer that will give you a lot of clarity and help you communicate really clearly about your offer and why your ideal customer should care about it. So make sure you grab a notebook or head to the um, the website, theselfmademama.com forward slash podcast. We will have this written out as a blog post for you. Otherwise, grab a pen and paper and write these down. Question number one, what type of offer is it? Is it a done-for-you service? Is it consulting? Is it a course? Is it a workshop or an ebook? 
I cannot tell you how many sales pages I have seen that don't actually clarify this. And people have different needs and preferences. So they need to know right away if what you're selling actually matches what they're looking for in terms of the delivery container. Question number two, who is this specific offer for? When we are starting our businesses, we're given a lot of advice around picking an ideal client to serve, but I actually believe that we need to identify an ideal client for every single offer so that our marketing for that specific offer can speak to them and only them. Question number three, what specific things does this person really, really want? Do they want a really polished, professional-looking business that blows their competition out of the water? Do they want more time in their week to spend with their family? Do they want peace of mind knowing that someone is handling an essential task for them? Do they want to lose weight or feel better in their clothes or something like that? What is it that they really, really, really want relative to what you're selling? Question number four, what specific things are currently stopping them from having those things that they really, really want? What are they struggling with? If you were your target customer, what would you say if you were filling in this sentence? Like, I really want X results, so the result that you're selling, but blank. What what is their but? What is getting in the way, right? That's question number four. Question number five, what does this person need to hear regardless of whether they buy your offer or not? What do you wish you could tell everyone that is struggling with the things that you identified in question number four? This is where you need to kind of dig deep and speak from your heart a little bit because most times your ideal client is going to be you however many years ago, right? Before you figured out all the things that you know now. So think back to that person, just like Lizette was talking about in her message, right? Think back to when you were struggling and what did you need to hear? What do you wish someone would have told you? right? And then question number six is what frustrates you about how people usually try to solve these problems? What are they doing wrong and why isn't it working? So this is really important because chances are when someone comes to your sales page or comes to your Instagram and they are looking to solve the problem that you solve, they have already looked at other solutions or they are at least thinking about it, right? Or they've at least pursued something. So you need to be able to clearly articulate what people tend to do wrong and why it doesn't work so that they understand not only that you know what you're talking about, but that you have a better way, that you have a different solution, right? And lastly, question number seven, what results can someone expect when they buy this offer? How have you gotten those results for yourself or for others? So this is really important, right? Because this is what they're after. This is what they're after in the first place. So those things that you identified that they really, really want, you need to be able to articulate how you're going to give them those things. And that doesn't mean necessarily the mechanics, like the features of your offer, but the overall vehicle by which you're going to move them from this place of struggle to this place of getting the results that they want. You need to be able to articulate that very clearly. So if you can answer those seven questions clearly and specifically, then you have more clarity than 90% of the people out there selling offers. And being able to answer those questions is going to allow you to have more successful sales conversations, to create more compelling content to promote your offer, and to give you the foundations of a sales page that will actually make sales. 
Inside the society, you actually get access to my online offer system, which starts with those questions that I just listed, plus a few more. And then it shows you exactly how to translate that information into sales assets, like a sales page and social media posts, emails, other content that will show your potential customers exactly what you're selling, why they should care, and why you're the right person to solve this problem for them. I promise you just increasing your level of clarity around these things is going to make such a difference to how your offer sells and how you create content and you're going to be amazed. And I just want you to know if you are experiencing your offer not selling or you feel like you're beating your head against a wall when it comes to trying to promote your stuff, I just want you to think about this idea, this concept. What if rejection was just information? What if getting no's or getting ghosted or getting crickets was just information? What if you just looked at it as feedback? Then it wouldn't have to be this emotional thing that bruised your ego. It wouldn't have to be this discouraging thing that made you want to stop or start over or go in a different direction. If you just choose to view it as information, as data that you can absorb and adjust your actions accordingly, we're going to bring it back to that, right? then it's no longer this painful, embarrassing thing. And if you're worried about people watching you test stuff out and try different messaging and and not get anywhere with it, please don't be. Because nobody is paying that close attention. And if anybody is paying that close attention, it's because they're threatened by you and they're watching to see what you're going to do. They're watching to see how you're running your business, which means they're not watching their business, which means you don't need to be worried about them, right? It's very few people are going to be paying such close attention that they notice every single time you post anything or say anything or do anything and it doesn't sell. People will remember your wins. You are the only one that is going to remember your failures. So get out there, try new things, get clarity around these questions, start adjusting your messaging and see what happens. As always, I hope you found this helpful. Don't forget to get yourself on the VIP list if you want to join us in the society. The link is in the show notes and also on the blog page so you can read all the information about the program before you even get on the wait list. I want to make sure you have everything you need to make a sound decision. And if you're interested in joining us, get yourself on that list because you will immediately get an email with a fun little marketing tip that uh, I keep just for my clients. And you will also be the ones to get first dibs on a spot when the doors open in just a few days. So I will see you guys next week. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Self-Made Mamas podcast. Don't forget to hit subscribe if you want more content like this and leave a review if you like what you hear. You can find more information about working with us at theselfmademama.com or connect with us on Instagram at selfmademama underscore. I can't wait to chat. Thank you.